Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie Huser. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Well, welcome back to uh, another episode here at the podcast. And I just want to say happy Wednesday. It is the middle of the week and it is glorious that it's sunny out and the weather is warmer here in Arizona. How about where you're at? What kind of weather are you guys dealing with? I know back home in Illinois, it's a little chilly, not our high 60s that we're having here. And uh, I told you last week, if you were um, watching last week, I told you last week that I had an announcement to make and I'm so excited. I have been working um, for this past year, a little bit slower being a mom and a wife and moving and travel and things like that. But I finally, finally, finally finished um, a few months ago my personal training certificate And just last week, I finished my corrective exercise certificate, and I'm in the middle of my exam for my nutrition, fitness nutrition. So with that being said, my announcement is that I plan to start an online uh, virtual training, accountability coaching, health coaching kind of uh, business for anybody that is interested in working with me or just needs uh, a buddy kind of to keep you moving along in the right direction. Um, It's a two-way street because when I do that, then I keep myself on the right path as well. So with that being said, I'm so excited um, that I am finishing up all the certifications that I want at this time, which has not been an easy thing because I am very much a uh, keep moving kind of person. But since we got the puppy, (laughs) I've been able to go through two of my certifications Um, because I've spent a lot of time sitting and having her sleep next to me so that I know where she's at and she's not going to the bathroom in my house. Um, I also, on the flip side of that, have been sitting so much that I need to get back into my positive routine, physical activity. I'm amazed, and I speak from experience, I'm amazed on how much sitting around zaps your energy for wanting to do stuff. And I am a type A person, so I'm always on the go. So for me to say it is tough and I'm feeling tired, I know that um, I need to shift gears and push through that little barrier that I've started. I've spent, you know, since the holidays kind of just hanging out. And then we got the puppy right after New Year's. So I've spent the last couple of weeks working on potty training, which you'd think right then and there, I've gotten my steps in and I've been... um, doing a lot of moving because the dog just wants to be outside all the time with it nice weather. In the mornings, not so much. In the evenings, not so much because it gets a little chilly here. But during the day, I ask her to go out to go to the bathroom and the next thing I know, she is laying in the gravel in the sun and just soaking it up. Small dog thing. She is either shivering or sunning. So... Anyways, that's the, that was my big news. I'm excited. Uh, for those of you that have seen some of my, my uh, Instagram posts, I did post that I did get my personal training certificate a couple months ago. Um, I was so stoked to get that. Um, and I thought, you know what, I want to delve into the kind of the, psychi- the, the psychology behind where this all came from. 
I tend to be a very um, uh, introspective person. At least I think I am. Sometimes not so much. Sometimes I'm very spontaneous. But a lot of times I like to uh, watch the world around me and and kind of figure out where to go from there. And, and my path with all the surgeries I've had and the way things have been since 2013 and my injury, um, I have gone through kind of almost um, remaking myself. And some of you can totally understand that. Um, I... I wasn't sure kind of who I wanted to be. You know, I went to school to become a teacher and then I knew myself as a, being a teacher and then I got married and um, I taught for a little bit while married, but then once we had a family, I stopped teaching and then I had to kind of figure out who I was as a wife and a mom. And that was a tough one because I was used to actually making money and to stop, it was really, really, um, it was actually very hard. There was a lot of guilt associated with that, even though it was all self-inflicted guilt. Um, you know, and it was something that, you know, my husband and I talked a lot about and he knew where I was and, and we agreed that that was the best way. I, I didn't want to work. I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, but it was still harder than I thought after having a career as a teacher. And then um, we moved and the next thing I know, we moved away from all family and all friends to Florida, and I knew no one in Florida. And so I had to figure out who I was there as a new friend, as a, a, a mom and a wife versus a high school friend or a college friend or a daughter or a sister. And then we did the move again and came to Arizona here. Um, gosh, it's been 13 years, I think, this summer. And, you know, I knew no one here, like there's no one I was meeting up with and no one that I knew. And so once again, I was trying to reinvent myself. Then you can imagine once I started kind of figuring out myself, my kids starting school here, um, because at first they did. My kiddos went to second grade and kindergarten here. And that year... The invention of myself with two kids in school and no one at home for the first time in five years, um, I end up subbing, or not subbing, I ended up doing every possible volunteer job at the school I could between teaching art masterpiece to both grade levels, kindergarten and second, being the reading um, remedial uh, assistant and working with groups on reading in second and kindergarten. Um, I mean, I spent so much time there that the principal actually asked if I wanted a job. <laughs> I'm like, no. And then that was after that year is when we decided to homeschool um, so that we could travel without worrying about taking them out of school and so that we could do what we wanted to do when we wanted to do it because I was spending all my time there anyways. Might as well just work with my own kids and with my teaching background, it wasn't a big deal. So again, I reinvented myself. I became a homeschool um, mom and I, again, knew no one that homeschooled. So I was looking for f new friends and, and people because the only friends that we had made were we got here right as school started for my oldest son when he was going into first grade. And those were the only friends that we had that um, school friends and scouting friends. So then you take your kids out of school and you know no one that homeschools. That's a whole different group of people. So 
learned how to be a homeschool mom and a wife and keep the house picked up and, you know, take care of the dogs and things like that. And it was shortly after starting homeschool that my youngest one in kindergarten wanted to start, or no, first grade, sorry, wanted to start um, karate. And so I'm like, well, I'd like your oldest son, or older brother to play, uh, do karate too. And so the only way that would work was um, only if mom would do it. So I decided to go back to my Taekwondo roots and start karate with my kids and worked from my blue belt up to my first degree got my first degree and started working towards my second degree. And I was pre-testing for my second degree black belt, was doing all my forms and my weapons and um, sparring. And that's when I hurt myself in 2013. I was getting ready to test for my second degree black belt. And I thought, well, this is a bad injury. I will, um, I'll just keep working on my forms, sitting down because my knee was just trashed. And no surgery was supposed to be needed. I did my PT. I was a good, good girl. I listened to my doctor. And sure enough, I I did not fix, the PT did not fix um, my knee, obviously, because I went through about, I don't know, eight to 10 surgeries. I've kind of lost track. I used to know the dates and everything and the doctor's names. And each doctor was, each surgery was different doctor, different place. Everything was different. Every uh, outcome was exactly the same until we figured out that I was hyper scarring and it was never going to get better. And then when the blood clots, blood clot happened in Paris um, in the summer of 2018, that's when I finally, that was the kind of that straw that broke the camel's back. And I decided to um, amputate. And it was not the first time that had been brought up. It was in the back of my mind. Several doctors had said that might have to be a possibility, but not to give up hope yet, yada, yada. And so, you know, that whole time I was in PT, it gives you a lot of time to think. I literally was doing PT, no joke, nonstop, week after week after week, three times a week. Sometimes it went down to two days a week, but for the majority of five years, it was every week, three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, Got to know my PT very well. I had only two different PT groups. The first one I had for about uh, two years or just under two years. And um, he told me that when it came to doing my knee revision, if that doctor had a PT that he really trusted and worked well with, that I should go with him because he had exhausted every possibility for me and trying to solve my problems that he thought it would be better if new fresh eyes were on me and trying to figure out what was happening. So then I changed and went to another PT and that PT saw me through amputation. And then of course, at that point, you have to have a third PT, a different PT because um, recovering from amputation is not the same as a normal physical therapist. So I went to a specialist. With that being said, um, through those weeks and hours each time I went, and some of my PTs would go two hours, two and a half hours, so it wasn't like an hour or 45-minute session. It was intense workouts, and I was doing the best I could. I started thinking about where this was taking me because I truly believe that um, that there's a, God has a plan for each one of us, 
And if, if we're alert to that and have our eyes wide open during some of these things, we can see a path that we are supposed to be taking. And instead of fighting it, kicking and screaming, pouting about it and saying, woe is me, why me? I started wondering, what was I supposed to do with this? I mean, I learned a ton about the knee and how things work. Uh, I mean, more than I would ever have thought I would learn without getting an actual education on it. So there was a part of me that really thought I might want to go into physical therapy to help others because God knows I can talk and um, very type A in that respect that I love to be around people and I'm extroverted in that that way. Um, I do like my alone time, but really I prefer around being around people. I, I prefer to meet people. And that is kind of what happened with me going through all this with all the doctors that I met, the nurses, the PAs, um, the MAs, the physical therapists, everybody that I met along the way has been a stepping stone to become, to molding me to who I am today. And it's interesting because at the beginning of all this, I thought about going into theology and using my degree. I wanted to work with kids who are struggling in life because I have a psych minor uh, with my educational background. And I thought if I can get theology, then I could use how God works with us and in and through us. And then I went into the thought of, no, you know what? I think physical therapy or at least working in a therapist's office so that I could talk with people and help them um, come to terms with where they're at and help them walk through this journey in their life. And it wasn't until after my amputation and I I felt like I, I owned my athleticism again. I mean, for five years I laid on my back and had to go through physical therapy and very low movement and no movement and actually being threatened by several doctor offices that if I didn't stop moving around the house to get kids fed and laundry done and elevate my knee above my heart and ice it six to seven times a day that I would lose my leg. And the irony in that is I did do that. I actually spent one time when I was totally threatened by that. And she said, if you don't do this, this is, this is not going to get better. So I did it. And I spent four weeks laying on a couch, my kids getting me ice pack after ice pack. And it did nothing. I mean, now we know why, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter. I think all that time it was um, building a, a perseverance in me to see, because I am not one that likes to sit around. In that four weeks, I thought I was going to go absolutely stir crazy. Uh, I did everything I could not to uh, succumb to feeling depressed or disappointed in myself or my life. And so with that, I learned a little bit more about who I am. I had to dig deep. I had to wrestle with my personality, um, try to understand what the purpose of all this was, and, you know, when it came down to it, I just, I started realizing that I had a plan. There was a plan for me that I had to wait because it isn't in my time to find out what happens, but in his time. And I just thought, man, what do you need me to do with this? And when I finally came to terms with amputation, 
And for those of you that don't know my story, at the very end there, when I knew that it was time because of the blood clot, that blood clot happened in July of 2018. By September, I had chosen the doctor I wanted to do the surgery, and I booked the surgery for December. So if you count it out, September, October, November, December, I had about four months to sit on that and watch a calendar tick slowly by day by day as I had tried to come to terms with what I was actually doing. Like when you have two legs or two arms or whatever, and you are electing to actually have someone cut it off, uh, that does some serious, it can do some serious damage to your psyche. Um, it can be very depressing. It can be very anxiety, um, building. And yes, I went through all that. Um, when it came down to it and I had to talk some things through, I had to pray on it. I had to talk to my pastor because I wanted a pastor to be there. Um, it happened to be someone that I became friends with first before I knew he was a pastor and I met him in PT actually. And then he was going to be the one to be there for me. Um, it was interesting that I came to the realization that this was the plan all along. And when you kind of release yourself from that burden of this was my choice and you have to go through it. I mean, you really, no one can help you through it. I mean, I can tell you everything I went through, but if you're in this phase right now where you're trying to decide, you are the only one that can mentally get you through it. You can talk it out with people and everything and you are going to wrestle with it. You are going to go back and forth. You're going to hate the idea, be scared of the idea, be excited about the idea, worry about the idea. You're going to come up with every possible negative scenario. You're going to try to come up with the positive scenarios, the positive outcomes. Those are really hard to come by when you don't know what to expect. Um, once that was all said and done, and I realized that this truly was my plan or his plan all along for me, that's when I truly was free from the person making the decision. And I just succumbed to the idea that this was my path in my life. And at that point, that's when I decided I needed to use this for the good of others. That is the reason I do this podcast. I may not have a million followers or listeners or even a thousand, and that's okay. The reason I do this, one, is it's therapeutic for me. <laughs> Two, I love to talk, not a problem whatsoever. And then three, I really and truly hope it helps at least one person each time someone tunes in or shares it. I hope it touches one person and it changes their life just a little. If I know that I'm doing that, then I know that I'm doing the plan that was set before me. My life has to have a, a purpose, and, and this is the purpose I have found. Well, besides the fact that I thought, well, let me get myself out there and um, show people what an amputee can do, because right after my amputation, literally, I hadn't even gotten my leg. I had my leg for one week, and my family went skiing, and that was my goal was to ski. I skied without a leg on. Um, I hadn't even learned how to use my prosthetic. That's how soon after my prosthetic um, I skied. So I went and skied to prove to myself and to everybody else that I did this 
and that there will be benefits because I couldn't do anything beforehand. From 2013 to 2018, I couldn't ski, hike, walk, bike. Um, I, could, I couldn't do anything that I loved to do. And I thought, my gosh, what am I going to do at this age for the rest of my life without mobility? And so mobility is really important to me. And I started showing people what mobility looked like, that I was happy, well-adjusted, and doing what I set forth to do. Now, most of that was just because I really needed to see that for myself. And yeah, I was really proud of myself for being able to do those things because I was obviously very worried that once I lost my leg that I maybe I couldn't do the things I thought I could do. So I was able to prove to myself and then I could show the world that I could do it. Then I started realizing when I started digging deeper into social media, all the different people that are amputees that post on social media and how oh, I wished I could do what they're doing. How are they doing that? How are they doing that? I'm, I hope I'm strong enough. I want to do that. I want to do this. And then I realized, you know what? I'm starting at this level and these people are here. And then I would look back and I'm like, I really want, how do they ski like that? And then I'd go back and find out about them and realize that they've been an amputee all their life or um, for 20 years, 30 years. And I thought, okay, you need to cut yourself some slack. You've been an amputee for four months or six months. <laughs> and then I realized that that was the, the, the point is the fact that we aren't, you can't go through what, what I went through, what these other people have gone through, and then be spectacular at what you try. One, the first time I walked, my balance was so off. I mean, I think we figured out my leg that they took off was between 10 and 12 pounds of flesh and meat and bones and all that. Okay, well, when you're missing 12 pounds of weight on one side of your body, you have to learn to rebalance yourself and where your center of gravity is. So, I mean, just learning to walk with crutches or stand and not fall to the left where, where my leg where it's missing and then to get a new leg and you know I spent let's see January February I spent three months healing and no missing 12 pounds and then you put on this big electronic leg and then the next thing you know you feel like you put someone put a cinder block on your leg and you've got a your hip is is you know weak and your glutes are weak and you don't have really any hamstring or quad left because well that's gone and so there's a whole learning aspect and I thought you know what what the world needs is more transparency when it comes to social media that this is where we start at this is where we want to go and we may get here or we may get up there but we we don't start at the top there's nothing rewarding about that anyways, right? You want to be able to say I've worked for something that I, I had to dig deep to figure out who I was and I had to work hard to succeed. Anybody will tell you that's that's done something big in their life that without the hardships and, and the letdowns and the roadblocks and the falling down and the failing, without those, their success would mean nothing. If we just set out and said, well, I'm going to hike, I'm going to hike the highest mountain. Okay. And I do it without having to work for it or build up to it or train. Who cares? Right. But if someone knows that I can't even walk to my mailbox and back, and then a year later I did a 10 K 
Well, to me, that's huge. That's spectacular. And that was worth fighting for. And I earned it, right? Earning stuff is much better than being given something. And so then I decided it was time to be transparent. And I wanted on social media to be transparent. So I'm not a big fan of being videotaped. And so doing these YouTube videos for my podcasts is a huge leap for me because I don't like looking at myself um, being videotaped. But I started deciding that what I wanted to do was um, really suck it up and show people when I'm trying something for the very first time. So I, one day when I was just about done with physical therapy after amputation, I said, I have one more goal before you guys release me. I want to know that I can still do a handstand pushup because right before my accident, that's what I was doing in karate. I was doing, you know, getting into a handstand against a wall and doing pushups. And a little different when you have an electronic leg on that wants to fall downward. So you have to be able to kick up high enough and quick enough to get it up without it bending. But you also don't want to put it through a wall. <laughs> so fine line between being aggressive and being gentle enough to get it up. And so I had my PT assistants helping me so that I wouldn't fall over or hurt myself on the first try because I had no idea what to expect. And my PT videotaped to me. And you know what? I did it. It was hard. My upper body was really weak because it had been years since I had tried anything like that with my injury. But I did it. And then I actually, the next step was getting my phone set up and videotaping myself doing it at home alone, which was a little more frightening because if I had fallen, (laughs) there would have been no one home to help me. But I did it. I did it against my front door at that time because it was the heaviest wood door we had and I knew my heel wouldn't go through it. I wouldn't damage the wall. Um, And then I also decided at one point in time, I wanted to try to do jump rope and jump rope for the first time in years and years and years. And I decided to try it with my leg on. Well, that didn't work because there is no bounce in this leg. Then I tried it with my running blade on. Not bad, but a little frightening because the running blade curves and you don't want to catch your jump rope on that and pull your leg back. And then I decided, you know what? I've got really good balance and control. Let's just try it without my leg on. And then I realized that's how I needed to do it. So I did all that stuff and and I started thinking to myself, you know what? People started asking me uh, during the pandemic, how is it that you are losing weight? And I said, well, I'm not doing cardio because I don't like cardio, but I am working out and I'm constantly doing repetitive workouts every night. I I literally like to work out at night. I am literally a night owl. So I would do my workouts at night and I just, they were simple pull-ups, push-ups, balancing on a BOSU ball. Then it came to doing single leg quad um, squats on a BOSU ball. So talk about balance and strength. Um, Tons of different types of sit-ups, V-sits, scissors, even though I really, that's a struggle without a leg on. Um, and, and I just would do that like every night. Then I started getting my small weights and thought, you know what, 10 pounds, I can do 10 pound bicep curls. And I would do them until I, I couldn't do anymore, till muscle failure. And the first time I did that, I think I did 100 curls without stopping. And it just started to feed this kind of new health kick monster in me. And then I couldn't live without doing that. 
then I realized that I could actually inspire others to do these types of things and let other women know that they can do it if they set their mind to it. Didn't matter if they had a leg or not. And that's kind of when I started getting on social media and I decided to start showing these things to people and getting followers and following other people. And then women were starting to reach out to me. And that's when I decided, you know what, let's try a podcast. So here we are on season two, episode two. I'm so excited and I'm just working on this. And as I'm going through all this, my next step was, you know what, last last January, I thought with my Christmas money, I want to start putting that money towards an education because I wanted to validate that I it, that my information and knowledge that I have didn't just come from personal experience, but it was also an education. It gave me validity and it made me feel like it was real and that I could actually use this to help other people. So you might want to follow me because you see that my experience, my personal journey is something you're going through very similar. We're paralleling and you want to kind of see what it's all about. But I wanted to make a business of this and eventually make it so that I could be a trainer for you and to make it valid in my heart and my mind was to get an education and be certified so it was real. It wasn't make-believe and I'm just telling you this because this worked for me. I wanted to have the science behind my journey. And there it leads me to where I'm at and it leads me to the BA Warrior 360. And the BA is, you know, obviously be a warrior. You know, I want you to get out. And I say that every time it's time to unleash the warrior within. And I got off last week and I realized, you know, what does that mean to people when they hear that? Because I know what it means to me. Every day I try to get up and I need to be a warrior because it isn't easy putting on a leg every morning and having to shift it maybe in the day because it doesn't feel right. Right now, I think I'm changing a little bit, so I've been bruising a little bit, but I'm not really doing anything because I'm puppy sitting and potty training. So I really haven't done my hardcore hikes or walks that I've been doing in the past. So I'm frustrated by that, but I keep moving forward. So for me, every day, I need to be that warrior. I need, I can't, I can't sit back and cry about my circumstance. I need to be a warrior. I need to prove to myself every single day that I wake up that I am what I chose to do was validated, that what I chose to do has made me a better person. What I chose to do has allowed me to become physically healthy, which then allows me to live a long, healthy life for my husband and for my kids. And those are the important aspects to my life. And so when I say, are you ready to unleash the warrior within you? I'm hoping that some of my personal journey and my stories and my call to actions allows you to figure out what the warrior in you is all about so that you can live a better, more empowered, more strong, healthy lifestyle where you feel happy inside and out, that you love who you are inside and out. And that means that sometimes we have to dig really deep and we have to, you know, really fight and and find the fight in us to be the best person we can be even if it means being the healthiest version of yourself mentally or if it means being the healthiest person physically or emotionally and that's why the 360 
So my Be a Warrior 360 is I want, I want to work with people in all aspects of them. Yes, we can get physically active and change our physical appearance, but if we aren't mentally or emotionally happy and we're not in a good place, a good mindset, then it will not matter because one aspect feeds the other. Mental feeds emotional, feeds a physical, and the physical feeds the mental and the emotional. It's, it's all intertwined. And I'm hoping that with my degree in education and psychology and now in physical, uh, personal training and corrective exercise and nutrition and my personal journey, I can speak from experience. I'm not just putting it out there going, oh, you can do it. And I've never experienced it. You know, I am where I'm at because I had to lay that road work down for myself. And I want to help you with that same path. So when I ask you if you're ready to unleash the warrior within you, I want to know if you're ready to commit, to create a better life for yourself, to live happy, to live healthy, and to be the best you in your best life possible, no matter where you're at in your life, no matter your age, no matter your circumstances. I want to be able to do that. And so that's where all of this grew from. And I thought it would be good for you to hear how I got to getting my education and certification in personal training and exercise and nutrition and why I chose to do it because I want to be able to give back. So if you are interested and want some help or accountability coach, someone to talk to, I want you to reach out to me. Your call to action is very simple today. It is check out my Instagram page or my Facebook page at BA Warrior 360. Follow me. I'm going to start, my goal is to start creating some videos here and there on things that you can be doing. I've already shared some, but I'm going to really start getting into that a little bit more and share this with someone that you know. If you know someone who's really struggling and they don't have to be an amputee, but if they're really struggling with their physical, mental, or emotional self, let them hear what I'm talking about here or share my story with them or share my Instagram page with them and, and let me know, reach out to me. I would love to hear where you're at and where you want to be. I would love to help. And I just, um, I'm here, I'm here for you. And I'm ready to teach you what that warrior inside really wants to do. And it wants to be unleashed and it wants to create a wonderful new life for you. You just have to believe in yourself and know that anything is possible when you believe in yourself and you have someone that can help push you along. I'd love to be that person. So without further ado, you know, my ending as always is I hope that you have a great week. I hope this resonates with somebody. Please share, please like, please subscribe. I don't want you to miss an episode. Keep an eye out for new content. And if you are interested in checking out what I can do for you, please let me know. And until next time, be healthy, be happy, and be you.